Welcome to the Church of Nigeria podcast, coming to you from Samasai's house in Abuja, Nigeria. We had a discussion with the primate of the Church of Nigeria, the Most Reverend Dr. Henry C. Ndukuba, on the issues of insurgency in northern Nigeria. But much more particularly, we spoke about the persecution Christians face in northern Nigeria. We are zeroing in today on the issue of the persecution and the issue of the attacks that killed hundreds of thousands of people and displaced millions. And this is what the Most Reverend Dr. Henry C. Ndukuba has to say about the persecution. Let me say this. Persecution and trials are part and parcel of our faith. There is no way you can follow a crucified, the crucified Lord without expecting persecution. And Jesus didn't mince words. He didn't hide it from us. He said that if the world had had and received him, they would have had and received us. And because they have hated him, they will also hate us. He says, a servant is not greater than his master, nor a disciple greater than his his, uh, teacher. And so if they have not accepted and had him, they will not hear us. So, and in fact, he said that time is coming when in the process of doing it, the people who are afflicting us will think that they are doing a service to God. And they are all true. And although we live in a generation that denies suffering, eh? Uh, and if anybody is suffering, it will mean that that person has committed sin or done something evil. But be it as it may, this is part of our calling. And suffering is not the only thing. It's not the end. The, 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 our joy is that when it comes, it is allowed by God for a purpose. And my prayer is that we will see the purpose of God. We will understand the purpose of God and we will be within the plan and purpose of God. At times, God allows it in order to chastise us, in order that we may be able to be in tune with him. At times, God allows it because we did not do what we should have done. He said to Israel, if you do not do this or that, these people will rise up and be an affliction. Uh, So, um, at times, God allows it in order that our faith will be strengthened the best of us will come out. And uh, we have seen so much in this nation. And as Christians, not only as Anglicans, we are passing through a very challenging time. But our joy is that the sufferings of this present shall not be compared with the glory that shall be revealed. Right now, as we are talking, many of our dioceses have lost churches, members, communities, 
homes. And in fact, in some places, some of the Archidikiris have been wiped out. In Plateau, in Kaduna, in Zamfara, in Brno, in Yobe, in Adamawa, in the Northeast, everywhere, including Enugu State, Ihamufu, and other places. There are not to talk of uh, Taraba and uh, Benue. So we are bleeding all over. But God has not forsaken us. When you talk of kidnapping, banditry, attacks on communities, we cannot say what we are, what we are seeing because it is so much, it's so painful. And um, every day, every week, every month, it has been such a very terrible time. And we are, we are really pressured on many sides. Um, but be it as it may, the Church of Nigeria has risen up to these challenges. We thank God for what our relief team and committee is doing. And we thank God for what our friends and partners are also doing. In fact, because of the challenges of our time, we have mapped out immediate and short-term and long-term uh, plans in which, in the immediate, when it happens, what are we expected to do? We have asked churches to establish food banks and gather resources to help the needy among us. Secondly, we have mobilized the church for prayers for those that are being under pressure and being attacked. Thirdly, we have through our relief committee under uh, Dr. Madhu, uh, Peter Madhu, and uh, our partners, which Variable um, Hassan is also coordinating to visit those communities, giving them food, materials, uh, clothing, and other household um, uh, materials. And in fact, uh, supplying some of the communities with uh, build, building materials, zinc, and other things, so that they can rebuild and, and resettle themselves. Because there is nothing as good as communities and families living together. But these attacks have not only vandalized our communities, but also um, killed our people and, uh, and wounded so many. So the Church of Nigeria is working hard with our partners to see that these people are taken care of in the immediate. In the short term, 
we are looking at how we can help them resettle, go back to their communities, rebuild themselves. And even if they are out of their communities, that they may be able to be absorbed in the community, in their host communities, and be able to fit into life. But we have also engaged in advocacy, speaking out against all these, to the government, to the authorities, and to the people, to whoever that cares. But more importantly, we are looking forward to the time when not only the church, but the government will rise up to her responsibilities. Because it is the responsibility of the government to protect lives and property. A situation in which our people are kidnapped, our people are vandalized, our communities are attacked, and things are happening, and nobody is arrested, nobody is charged, nobody is held responsible. It is, it is not acceptable. It doesn't show any responsibility in government and governance. And so we are calling on the government continually to live up to their responsibility. And uh, we are also uh, asking Christian bodies, international Christian bodies and organizations to speak out for the atrocities that are going on in Nigeria. We don't see the impact of WCC, World Council of Churches. We don't see the impact of the Christian desk in the United Nations. We don't see the other Christian organizations taking proactive steps to help us. And therefore, the area of advocacy and, and, and insisting on the holding the government of Nigeria and the, and the international community responsible to us and what is happening in Nigeria um, is, is something that must be done. But more than that, we are perturbed. We are worried. Whenever we see that when such things happen, instead of calling a spade a spade, they are uh, interpreting it that it is a uh, response to climatic uh, uh, change and uh, this and that, uh, pressure on uh, grazing land. It is not true. These are global Islamization agenda that must be checked. And the more they, they, they uh, confuse the, the, the international community about what we are feeling and what we are facing and what we are experiencing, the more they, they, the more they create room for more havoc in Nigeria. And we are asking the government and the international organizations to, to rise up and do something to help the ordinary man. We have no other place to go. Some of our Christian communities are so displaced that they have lost their ancestral homes. And it is not because there is no land. There, there are vast lands in, across the north. 
But we are seeing this as a, 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 an agenda. But more, more to that is the role of the politicians. Yes, there may be some uh, problems around, around in the countries around us, in West Africa and in Africa, that may make some of the people to migrate into Nigeria. But our politicians have worsened the situation by going out to bring in hands that they will use during their electionary campaigns in order to prosper their political agenda. And after the elections, they would abandon these people with the guns and the things that they have given them, and they will be causing havoc in the communities. And these have been fueled by the uh, 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 Islamic agenda. We need to call a spade a spade. And moreover, when we look at the way since the 80s, the way fundamentalist Islam has been propagated from the time of Gumi and Izala to the most radical versions to Boko Haram. And the situation in which we are not speaking with the same, or even if we use the same words, we don't mean the same things. Not all of us agree in the fact that Nigeria is a nation that all of us have equal rights. No. Sadwana of Sokoto said, made a statement few days after, after our independence that this estate called Nigeria is, is, uh, belongs to his father. And they would treat the northern minorities as collaborative minor, uh, partners and the southern, uh, the southern uh, people as a conquered territory. Nobody challenged it. But that is the agenda that is at work. But more so, why the fundamentalist Islam? You will hear them during their, uh, during their uh, um, fasting period. It is even better now. In, this, in the 80s and 90s, they would insult Christians openly. While they are doing their fasting and uh, reading and explaining the Quran, and the 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 the, the, the uh, those who are teaching them are not being checked. What are they teaching them? What are they pumping into these children? And it is what they have put into these children, making them to know that. The, the, that the Christians and other, um, other people who are not Muslims are Kafris. They are second class people. They are the first class. Everything should belong to them. You cannot teach a child that this, the, 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 his neighbor is, is a Kafri and who wants nothing. And expect that child to, to grow up to respect that person. No. So there is need for us to go back to the drawing board, both the politicians and the religious leaders and our traditional rulers. There is need for us to birth a new Nigeria. A Nigeria 
in which everybody is equal before the law, a Nigeria in which everybody has right to live and to, to, to do what he should do to, for his living, a Nigeria in which we are free to worship our God, a Nigeria in which we are free to build together. So long as there are sacred cows, so long as there are special tribes that are better than others, so long as there are a group of people that think themselves to be the real owners of, the, of this nation, while others are just an, an, an addition to them, there will continue to be a problem. Therefore, we call for both the spiritual solution, the social solution, the political solution, and the structural solution. And when we are talking about those solutions, we are talking of a solution that all of us, every people group tribe in this nation counts and has a stake. Everybody has a stake in this nation. Therefore, we want a Nigeria where all of us shall be free and live to fulfill our destiny. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. We will continue to ask you to pray for the Christians in Nigeria, particularly in northern Nigeria. And we will ask you also to continuously be the advocate for the persecuted church all over the world. Have a beautiful day.